Hey guys, welcome to the Fred Tech Bite Podcast. I'm your host, Andres Mendoza, and with me is my co-host, Mark Walker. And thanks to Fitzy for hosting us. Fitzy is located at Root. It's a one-stop public-private partnership to jumpstart new businesses and energize innovation in Frederick County. Dig deep, cultivate tomorrow. I love our friends here at Fitzy. They are wonderful people. And the location here, because it's right next to Brewers Alley. Cannot beat that. Anyways, so uh, this episode is is with uh, Chris Kennedy, the president of American Advertising Federation of Greater Frederick, or... AF Frederick for short. I think he says. He has the AF Greater Frederick. Greater they Frederick. have the GF. At the that's right. That's right. I always, I always mess that up. Um, but yeah, Chris Kenny. He's he's a new president. Um, I, his current day job is the he's a director and producer at Digital Bard, the zesty video marketing company. Um, and he's been involved with AF. Uh, he said since 2011 as a member, and then on the board since 2015 on various different board positions until recently, which was it, he became president. Um, and you know he's looking to drive up membership. And I've been to, out to one of their events, and it's awesome meeting the different people there. It's not just for advertising; it's a, a slew of different marketing. Yes, advertising really doesn't cover right, everything right. they do, and you'll see that in the interview. You'll Absolutely, know, yeah, that. yeah. It's like you know you have digital graphic designers yeah. or graphic designers yes. and things like that. And a lot of the companies that are involved yeah. with the organization have designed logos and branding with local businesses here in Frederick. And they also do a lot of interaction so they're a good mix of tech and human factor absolutely they, they meld that together very well right and yeah. you know tech is like a lot of us don't do design but i think design still, is very right. important it you know is. within yeah. tech and stuff like that so i i thoroughly enjoyed having chris and and the podcast yeah, yeah it definitely was so hope you guys enjoy the podcast check it out Good to have you on the show. Uh, I'm glad you come here to talk about AAF, uh, Frederick. Is that how you say it? AAF, Frederick? We, we usually call ourselves AAF Greater Frederick, so it's okay. technically American Advertising Federation of Greater Frederick, okay, but right. and there's a mouthful. We actually, my wife and I, do Christmas cards every year, and she flubs it almost every single time we try to do our video Christmas cards. So. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a that's more like it's a national organization, but you guys are just a, a regional chapter, right? Yeah, pretty much how it works is that I even just found out more about this this weekend. Just came from a leadership conference. We're kind of a local area district. We cover kind of northern this area of northern Maryland, mm-hmm. all the way out to like western most of western Maryland. Okay, the, some people pull up from the Pittsburgh chapter, and we have people from Gettysburg. Oh wow! It's kind of if you want to join our chapter, you can. You can join multiple chapters if you want, but then we're part of a larger district, right. which encompasses most of about half the eastern seaboard. And then that, again, is even a part of like kind of a more the eastern division right, of right. AAF. And then AAF is split up into the three of those divisions. Okay. And that's a national organization. That's pretty big. I think we yeah. even have stuff outside of the nation, but that's for the cool. most part, it's it's all national like our big yearly things called Admerica so okay primarily America but I think we have some Canadian chapters as well it's cool so now if you had to describe what the organization does in a billboard how would that look like? um pretty much and that's kind of one of the things we've been kind of looking at as our organization's grown we've got a lot of fresh blood and it's like what is our new pitch and we've been mm-hmm. thinking a lot about this and I think there's kind of two billboards or like two panel billboards where you have a young student or young professional with an older business owner, mm-hmm. and it's find your future. 
or if it's two businesses connecting and grow your business. Oh, okay. So our organization is kind of twofold. It's at its core a networking organization. Okay. People can meet each other. I actually met my current boss at a function years ago and ended up getting my job because she knew me from those functions. Mm -hmm. But it's also a great place for businesses to connect with other businesses. Right. So if you're a graphic design company looking for videographers, Perfect. a lot of people meet each other that way. And right. As we grow, we're trying to find other things that can help our organizations learn. Right, right. Because there's always new stuff that you can learn from other businesses or other business owners or even other folks out there. Right. And so, like, the I guess the in the name, the, you guys are calling yourself advertisers, right? But it goes anywhere from design, like graphic designers, all the way to videographers, anywhere in between, right? Even marketers? Yeah, and that's, that's kind of one of the big things we've been trying to push because a lot of people have viewed us as graphic designers, just graphic designers. Mm -hmm. And as a videographer myself, I want to help expand that. We're not just about you know designers and videographers and photographers. We're also in-house marketing teams. Okay. If people do advertising or marketing in any shape or form, it's really great. And a lot of small organizations that may have one just one marketing person are finding it super useful to come out and kind of speak with people that do that kind of stuff when no one else in their company does. Right, right. And yeah, so it's a way I, I can like bounce ideas off with other people within the same like industry or let's say like, like exactly what you're saying. If I'm the only person doing it in the company, it's like where, where do I go for resources? Where do I go to learn? Exactly. And a lot of people don't. We've actually, some of our clients we've pulled in for that very reason. It's like, you know, we know you're the only person who does this and you probably could use some help or at least someone else to talk to. So right. come on out and join us. What are some of your favorite examples of that that you can share? Um, we have a, a person who's from kind of like an asphalt company. I mean, like they work for a nationwide company that pretty much takes care of, care of roads. Mm -hmm. There may be one or two people in their department that kind of works with that. They work with, they outsource a lot of their stuff for graphics and for videography so you know we were looking for new members when i was membership chair and my boss suggested hey why don't you contact this person mm -hmm. and literally within a couple meetings of them coming out they got super involved they were helping out with events and stuff like that and then the next year they came back to the organization because they really enjoyed it and they actually joined the board and they were a board member for about a year and a half so i mean that kind of thing just shows that People are getting some kind of value out of it, whether it's just from the standpoint of meeting like-minded people. Yeah, and you mentioned, um, you know, that you met your current boss there, right? So it, that, is that another aspect there? You can meet potential uh, new employers and stuff like that? Yeah, and that's, that kind of goes to the find your future push that we're going to start rolling out, I think, uh, fairly soon. Because we don't have a lot of student members. And our organization, we feel really kind of is for the students. We right. want to be able to kind of push out there and help students grow and find connections with new bosses. Um, personally, at the time, like I had gone back to school to learn a little bit more about kind of the hands-on stuff. I had worked on films and stuff like that, but not really gotten camera or editing experience. Mm -hmm. And I got, luckily, a friend of mine hooked me up with a job, but I met this lady at an event and I saw her throughout a couple events. And then when it was time for me to kind of move to my next step. I applied for this job knowing that I sort of knew the person and they remembered me from talking to them at events. And because of that, I think I had a step ahead as well as obviously my own work. Right. You're facilitating a lot of interaction. Uh, how much of the interaction is between AAF and its member businesses and AAF between AAF member businesses and each other? 
Um, we kind of act more as kind of a facilitator. So we facilitate the events. And I mean, now if someone wants to say, hey, can I reach out to so-and-so, we can act as kind of the facilitator to do that. But most of the time, it's more of we hold the events and people meet at the events. And then once they, they let's say, two part of the networking framework. Right. Yeah. And once they, they know that they want to talk to each other, then they just take it from there. Yeah. Usually we don't have to do any of that kind of, right. hey, do you want to meet this person? Let's. Let's get you guys together. Right. I mean, we're obviously more than willing to do that, but most people just tend to meet at meetings and kind of encourage naturally. Them. Yeah. yeah. So, so be, beyond like that, like some of those anecdotes that you were mentioning, stuff like that. Do you guys measure success in any any other way? Do you have like, is it just membership count or or whatnot? Primarily, one of the, the big ways, and this was kind of we just again we had a leadership uh, meeting that came out with other districts. Um, we've been primarily from the direct standpoint, measuring success by the growth of our membership and whether we stay in the red or black with our budgets. Mm -hmm. But I mean, from a personal standpoint, I think retention, Okay. are people finding the value? And I think that's one of the big pushes as part of being president this year is helping the organization to create that legacy, create that ongoing value as Times change. Right. And I definitely think we've seen a change in our membership as everything's changing. Like right. Our organization has to change with it or else it's not going to connect with those people that need it. And I think everything going digital is going making it harder for us to kind of find that person-to-person connection. Right. Because people's like, well, I can just connect on LinkedIn. Why would I come to this event here? That's true. But it, I, I, I mean, I was at one of your recent events that you guys ha- hosted here locally. And I thought that was like, I thought that was a great event just to go there. And I remember seeing something on, I forget if it was either via email or Instagram or some social media outlet where I was like, oh, okay. It reminded me, I'm like, you know what? I, I like to meet some of these people here whether it's a graphic designer or a marketer or stuff like that. So I think there's still something to be said about meeting in person, but maybe like how you guys translate that out has to change, right? And that is no longer just mailing something or, or saying, hey, you should come to this. Like make it exciting, right? Put it oh, yeah. on, on well, social media. I'm sorry, your website's all about making things exciting. Uh, but um, one of the things, uh, what about, you're talking about the digital part. How much of a mix is, do you, are you using between traditional media, meaning broadcast and, and print, and digital media like websites and in-app ads and that kind of thing? Right. We've actually kind of moved more towards a digital focus. Mm-hmm. So a vast majority, I mean, a lot of that also because is you just saw the time, changes you were talking is time-wise yeah. as yeah. well mm-hmm. as... Yeah. We're finding more and more that it's not as useful just to send out, like spend the money on printing something out and then postage and then are we getting the direct return on that now we still do it for certain things but yeah we we do a lot of Facebook ads we do we have our website we've started an online Facebook group just for members which that's still kind of been kind of in the process of trying to get more people aware of it and known and and really kind of create value there I think my concern with the digital aspect of it is I think a lot of the younger generation yeah. And I think this came up during a, a meeting I had with someone the other day. A lot of people aren't seeing as much value, I think, from networking events because, like, we have jobs. Jobs are more readily available. And I'm like, but the most important thing is not to network just because you're looking for a new job. You want to network with people exactly. that already have a job, not just for connections now, but for In later. The future, well, you're, right? ta- you're talking about some of the things you're doing. Uh, the AAF Greater Frederick website talks about workshops and seminars. Uh, what are those? What are what's done in those? What do you? 
Um, Who's your target audience? Who comes to those? We've had a varied list of uh, things over the years. Uh, we've had some things that kind of target business owners and stuff like that where, you know, we try to bring in some business owners and they can talk about, you know, starting their own business and, and the value of that. Plus, we'll usually have judges every year for our big yearly award ceremony and we'll bring them in the night before and they can talk about some of their trials and tribulations from whatever aspect they are because not every one of them is a business owner. They might just be a graphic designer so they can kind of pass on the knowledge of where they ran into issues or having to deal with certain tough customers or clients because, I mean... We've all Tell faced the war that. Stories yeah, that, you know, you, you, people that go right. through the same thing that you do, even if it's in a different yeah. company. Do the, do the workshops deal with tradecraft things at all? You're talking about video editing and that kind of thing. Um, we haven't done a lot of that recently. Um, right now, we're partnering with the chamber to do a series of uh, three workshops. Uh, they're still kind of in the works, so I don't have too much information on that yet. But, um, so you're working with, with Rick on, on that or something? Uh, I believe Jen Gerlach and okay. our uh, events chair, Becky Bickerton, are currently putting that together. Awesome. Uh, I think our first one should be uh, the end of October, early November. Uh, they're talking with someone from New North. Cool. Yeah, that's exciting because yeah. we recently just had Rick on the on the show talking to him about the chamber and everything like that. So. Yeah, they've been having a lot of changes over there too. Yeah, absolutely. Got to change for the times. You We're know. looking at the digital side of things and then uh, digital, traditional. How do, how much integration have you seen or, or way of leveraging digital part with something like word of mouth promotion? You know, it, it, It's funny you say that because yeah. I, I literally heard about you guys via word of mouth. It was through mm-hmm. a coworker who was a graphic designer and said, hey, dude. Yeah. You got to check this group it's out. It's definitely yeah. a factor. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, I agree with Mark. It, it's a big factor. You Can you guys even measure that? Yeah, it's really hard to. I mean, one of the things I we do. Yeah. What do you use to get a grip on it? I mean, uh, there's we. Yeah. that's one thing we've not really been very like focused mm-hmm. on is actually right. tracking where we're getting our membership. I think there's a little drop down when you apply online saying, where did you hear about us? But even then, I mean, I think word of mouth is the key aspect we want to be able to push more than anything. And that's the hardest to track and the hardest to really push. You have to just be really good at what you do. And I think, again, that's been one of the struggles with at least some of the newer memberships because we have a lot of core membership that's there every year. Word of mouth by its nature is very interpersonal. Yeah, it's just. It's funny you mentioned the networking aspect and how like the younger generation seems to think that's not as useful if you already have a job where there are more jobs readily available now. And it, it, I say it's funny because I met you probably what like eight years ago, even way before any of this happened. And I remember reaching out to your organization yeah. saying I would like to like get in touch with you guys. And when I saw you replied or you responded to me, yeah. I said. I think I know know you, and all of a sudden I was like, "Hey, Chris, how's it going?" And it's like I haven't talked to you maybe a year or two. What is the value proposition for anything and different groups of people who have different points in their lives? Right, right. Like, how do you communicate that? Well, and I think too. I mean, a lot of that's just the right place, at the right time, in some yeah. ways. Like me personally, and I think a lot of creative people, and I think tech people as well. They're not necessarily the most social people. So it's right. not just a matter of the at general networking exactly. aspect mm-hmm. of it just with the younger generation, right, quotes, right. unquote. Um, right. And I mean, everyone's like, you know, millennials do their own thing. But <laughs> it's, what it comes down to is people are shy. People are like, shy. Right? Honestly, in my personal self, I'm actually a very shy person. But Some of the most outgoing people out are yeah. overcompensating for their shyness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you completely. I mean, working in tech, it's like most of those guys – 
are they're like just give me a problem let me solve it or like I, I just like to hang out with my core group of friends and that's it there's no real point in doing that but you know it, it's like when I get to sit down with a bunch of different guys that work in co- different companies and say hey what have you done to solve this problem using let's say AWR or something like that then you start to see how like they just come out and you know like hey I, I can talk to you about what I've solved and how I've gone through this problem and they'll do the same thing so I think it's how you do it as well that that's a big big point what's well, about stress. giving them that push Right. And I mean, part of it's finding those events that people might find interesting. Another part of it's just having someone say, hey, you should go to this. There's a lot of people in my organization that have been, you know, go to this event. You have to go to this event. Now, whether they're necessarily finding the value fully for themselves or if they're just, you know, kicking and screaming the whole way, that's up to them. But I mean, that's one of the key things I can say is you have to keep trying to learn no matter what industry you're in. And that's one of the things we want to do. We want our events to be not just social, but educational if we can. I mean, now, obviously, we're going to have some that are just social and some that may be just educational. But we want to kind of bring those two together in such a way that creates value for everyone involved. You touched on this earlier, but what do you see as the future of advertising and promotion, I guess, in an increasingly digital environment, which, we're, which we see? Because you it, talked about the changes earlier. And not, not just increasingly yeah. digital, because yeah. it's more than just yeah, that, it, right? it is that. It, it's yeah. like, I feel like it's less attention span. And when I say that, think about Instagram. You have a minute to, to oh, yeah. that's your elevator pitch, right? How do you do that within a minute? You don't hook them right away. With, yeah, it's and I personally, know. if the video doesn't hook me as I'm scrolling up, I'm going to keep scrolling. Yeah, and that's yeah, the, right. I mean, for myself personally, as, as a, someone who works in video, that's the hardest thing like, we Chris, find. How are you going to get me engaged in your video? It's like, like, okay, this needs to be 30 seconds. No, this needs to be 15 seconds. Okay, you do it less than that. So you definitely have to, you have to hit them hard with that message quickly and efficiently. I mean, that's why I think even having that test of what's on the billboard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it helped us kind of think in a completely different realm as we were in the middle of creating our new pitches because myself and my vice president were traveling to this conference this weekend and we were talking about that you know it's been a big we want to change our mission statement we want to change our push in such a way that speaks to people because we feel that it's we have like a two to three sentence mission statement it's almost like it's more than just a craft it's an art yeah yeah and i think um business owners and actually and marketers themselves have a harder time marketing themselves it's hard like marketing their business and themselves where they should be experts at doing this they can really help other people but sitting down and formulating their own in such a way that really targets the customers they're reaching out for gets harder yeah it's a struggle i mean i i don't you know, I don't claim to know anything about marketing, but just even trying to start marketing this, it's like, it's a- wow, it's, it's hard. <laughs> yes. Absolutely hard. Okay, so uh, how, I guess, you how long have you been involved with AF? You say, what, like, since 2015 or? Um, since about 2015, I've been on the board and okay. involved with my current company. I first went to an AAF event, I think in 2011. Okay. Uh, my company at the time was involved for about a year and a half or so, and then we stopped kind of being involved, so I kind of fell away from the organization. So from when you start, first, start got, first got involved in 2011, right, how do you think the organization has changed? Or let's say, not just the organization, but that and, you know, with the local community, Frederick itself, the design community, the advertising community, how has it changed in the past five, even closer to 10 years now? I mean, I, th- I think you've seen, a, like you said earlier, we've seen a big push towards digital. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm doing the thing that I personally tell people never to do when you're doing any kind of interview. Never save, like I said before, because you might cut things. <laughs> Actually, we generally don't. Yeah. <laughs> At least not, not in this episode. We won't cut anything. <laughs> and now I'm on camera saying <laughs> But, um... Yeah, I really, you've definitely, we've definitely seen more of a push towards digital. I think there was a lot more mailings that went out. Mm-hmm. And I think we did do a lot more events back then. But I mean, a lot of that's just inflation. Like right. we can't spend as much money because we're not bringing as much money in. People can't necessarily afford to come to our organization as much. So we've been trying to kind of develop new membership plans to kind of push more membership Do you in see, there. So, so because of that, right, and, and the increase in, like, the tech that, you know, from compared to, like, say, 2011, um, you guys can now probably start sh- live streaming a lot of your seminars and things like that. And that's one of the things we haven't done yet, but we've talked about it, or even just from a standpoint of there's certain seminars where if we have low turnout, Mm-hmm. Or like there's concern that we might not have low turnout, but we think the information is, is, is vital, valid right? and is vital to our organization. We've mm-hmm. talked about maybe just doing a live stream events for them. To tag off on that, one of the questions we had was, how much collaboration is there between AAF Greater Frederick and the tech community itself? That's one of the things we have talked about. There hasn't been a whole lot, as far as I know. And we just, uh, my organization just went to the Tech Frederick Games. <laughs> and I was talking with another one of our members that also went there and... Yeah. Since we're currently partnering with the Chamber and we've talked about partnering with other organizations, not just that are creative-based, but also kind of varied out. And and tech is one of those big things where tech and design go hand-in-hand for a lot of things. And that's one of the things we've been talking about is reaching out to tech. Some of the things we've been talking about today have been tech. Yeah. You know. And I mean, I have a little bit of a tech background because, yeah. I mean, I worked, the last company I worked yeah. for uh, was a web des- website design company. Right. And I did video there, but sure. we weren't doing a lot of video. And I knew some website stuff from when I was younger. So <laughs> I did some website work for them, too. It's like your JavaScript and go. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, uh, I know some basic HTML. Yeah, so what languages did you code in? I just did basic HTML, and I didn't even CSS wasn't even a thing when I used to do it. So I learned CSS pretty quickly. But I mean, I, I worked with computers my entire life because my dad taught computers. So I'd lap link together computers and oh, computer lab to like load software because you couldn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. go disk to disk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, and Mark's right. Like um, the the tech community, I feel like the design and tech go hand in hand. And yeah. you know, a lot a lot of tech people are say like it, it's not a priority because you got to solve the issues on the back end and things like that. Or it's like mm-hmm. I just want to code and stuff like that. But I remember early on in my career, I I felt that way, and I'm completely the opposite now. Like design has a big impact on what you code. I can code something that can solve a big problem. But if I can't design it right that you can use it, what use is It's like the railroad tracks where the tracks don't match. Yeah, know? almost that, right. Well, exactly. from the same standpoint, I mean, designers knowing coders is important too because you can come up with this really great design. But <laughs> how are you going to implement it? <laughs> right, no, right. I mean, that's, that, that's, and I think there's also a, a good design aspect to coding in general. Yes. Because, I mean, yeah, a absolutely. really good code is just beautiful. Uh, yes, yes, definitely. Indeed. Yes, it, yes. There is yes. a beauty to it. There yeah. really is. There really, yeah, there really is. And a signature, you know, depending yeah. on how concise it is and yeah, things like that. Exactly. You know, so. Now, don't look at my code because it's an, not that pretty. Is an art form. <laughs> it's very technical, but it's also very much an art form. Yes, it is. So, um, 
you know, now that you're, you're president, you've been involved with the organization a lot. And I know you guys are, are jumping at the chance to start getting involved with a lot of different organizations. Are, what have you gotten better at saying no to? The things that you, you feel like, you know what, this sort of sounds like a good idea, but maybe not right now. Or, you know what, this just does not sound like a good idea at all. I think no has always personally been a hard thing for me. But as president, one of my big pushes is legacy. Mm-hmm. And I'm really pushing hard on our folks this year to pass on the legacy to the next generation, whether it's bringing in more students or just informing the next people they're going to take over. One of our hardest parts has been turnover with our board and the next person takes over and it's like, what am I supposed to do? Please tell me how to do it. And right. there hasn't been transition a, period. Transition <laughs> hasn't been yeah. a key point. And that's that's been one of my pushes. But mm-hmm. to go back to your actual question, which was, I can't remember, sorry. I went off the little train tracks there. It's just what have you oh, gotten better at saying no to? Too. Sorry, yeah. 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 And that's fine. <laughs> just monetarily, we had our first year in the negative last year. Mm-hmm. And and just no to high expense items. Okay. So it's like, you know, let's not go out and do this big thing. Like, how can we do it cheaper? Right. So I ended up having to organize our first event this year. And we went to this one. We were thinking of having it at this one location. And they told us the expense. And I'm just like, you know, this sounds really cool. I'd love to do something there. But I don't have, like. Was that the, the event at Blue's Tavern? Yeah. Right, that we, we went to? Okay. Yeah. So uh, we went to Blue Side instead because we knew pretty much what the price was going to be. Mm-hmm. We'd been there the last year. It's much as it wasn't something new and exciting. And we're still going to probably go back to that original place and do something with them eventually. But they need to come down on the price because it was way above any price point that we right. would have. And I, I that thought that was. Maybe you could do a trade like to do an advertising, yeah. you know, and maybe and that might be a way of And we've come up with that with some yeah. places as well. Yeah. Um, as possibilities for yeah. trade-offs, like you know, we can advertise your business. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, it's it's <laughs> when you have a week to go before you're supposed to be having the event. <laughs> yeah, you don't have time to you work it out. Yeah. But I, I thought it was a pretty good event. You know, at, at Blue Side, and it, it was very enjoyable yeah. there, and you know, meeting the different types of people that do different work. And I I met you know other other people within the or the board as well, and they seem pretty excited about the organization too. So. Yeah, that's one of the things that's been very happy for me is as much as it, it it's bet hard mm-hmm. with the whole new fresh blood coming in, fresh blood's good. Our organization needs that fresh perspective. Absolutely. Because for the longest time, I mean, we've had a lot of good people that have been yes, involved so. for years, right. but they still see things as the organization has always been. Right. And I, that's in any organization, right? It's yeah. like, you know, it, it's awesome to have the people that have are right. seasoned, that are experienced exactly. and all that. But right. at the same time, it's like, Sometimes you just need that shift in perspective on how to do mm-hmm. things, even if it's just minor or major. You know, yeah. major. It's almost like the variety is a survival need to do that. Absolutely, it is a survival need. You know, and like you said, you're trying to target the the younger generation now. Do you guys, you know, in, in doing that, do you find yourself going to like local colleges around here, like FCC or Hood College? That's one of the things we've been pushing more for is to kind of more kind of in-person reach out okay because we've done a lot of reach out over the years to the to the local colleges but we haven't oddly enough our biggest turnout from colleges is shepherdstown susquehanna university wow. jmu those are two of our big schools that come really? to our awards event every year university that's such yeah. pennsylvania right there yeah. <laughs> and i mean jmu is down in virginia Harrisonburg, for yeah, right but that jmu 
Really? Yeah, I mean, they you know, don't. You got quite a reach, don't you? You're yeah. talking about. No, these students aren't necessarily coming to like our day-to-day events, but they're no, kind of our biggest turnout at our no. awards. Oh, exactly. That's good. They apply. I mean, we don't get a whole lot of turnout from from any of the local schools for anything, and that's why. so well, surprising. Well, yeah, that that is very surprising, especially when they're here. I wonder if it's just like. Like if it's one of those things that I'm here and it's not a priority, and if it, if it popped up the day of and had nothing to do, maybe they'd go. Right. I don't. I, I can't explain it more yeah, than I that. Yeah, I mean, you know? I think it might just be too like the professors may not know as much about our organization, and that's kind of why we've been pushing a little bit more. Like our education chair, who's also our vice president, mm-hmm. has been kind of exploring maybe even having events at the schools. Yeah. Just so it's it's right there and known to them, but I mean at the same time we're right downtown. Right. Like we have, po- we still put postcards out every once in a while. We post on Facebook targeted ads. Mm-hmm. Now, if people and kids don't have, you know, I'm interested in design, it might not pop up in their paid advertising or our paid advertising. But just right. finding new ways to reach those students because obviously it's if, not getting through. I wonder if you guys need like the perfect hashtag on Instagram to re- to reach yeah. those those people. What would be your idea of the perfect hashtag? Honestly, <laughs> I, I am not Instagram friendly at all. I have, or Twitter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, as you can tell, much, I am. I, <laughs> I'm not a social media person. I, I pretty much I'll scroll through Facebook and that's about gotcha, it. Yeah. I, I'm very happy that we have someone on our board now who's like all about the Instagram the stories awesome. and can <laughs> take care of that because it's it's way over my head. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm telling you that's yeah. minute. You have a minute to convince me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's all yeah, you, that's all you get. <laughs> that's all you get. So yeah, so uh, what are some events coming up? Uh, if you want to, um, one of the those? cool events we have coming up uh, on October thirty first, Halloween. Ooh, Halloween is our. How is it put? It's our. Now I'm blanking. Why am I blanking? My vice president's gonna kill me because it's her. Sorry. <laughs> That's her. No, I'm just kidding. It's a memory jogger. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the Night of the Living Logo. Okay. Or something like that. I, I know I'm getting the name wrong, and I had it written down somewhere, but Sounds I didn't bring that with me. Spooky. But pretty much, it's a scavenger hunt for logos and awesome. text in downtown oh. Frederick. Ooh, like uh, around town? Like a Halloween yeah. geocache really, or something. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. I'm yeah. disappointed I'm not going to be able to make it, oh. but... um. I, I hope other people come out because it sounds really cool. Is that something that's open to members and non-members? Or, or? Yeah, it's free for members and non-members. Okay. Uh, it's replacing what we used to have a studio tour okay. where we'd go to one of the local organizations and kind of open that up for yeah. students and other folks to kind of see their organization. Okay. But now we kind of like wanted to do something different because we've done the same thing for years and years and it's been great. But we one of our members had this great idea and... That sounds She's awesome. She's rolling though. with it, and yeah. it, it sounds like an awesome event. And, and you guys, have you talked to like the like different local uh, shops and stuff like that to have logos in there, or is it? I, just, I think it's actual outside? logos. Like a lot of organizations have done logos for different places downtown, like Firestone, uh, okay, okay. and I'm sure many others that are blanking. Uh, Perfect Truffle was just redone by one of our organizations. Okay. And, that's kind of where they're going with that. I'm not sure exactly which ones they have because that right. might give away the scavenger hunt. Right. But uh, <laughs> although by the time this comes out, I think Halloween would have already well, passed. <laughs> I, I mean, also, yeah. I just honestly don't know what that uh, what that is. But yeah, I mean, I, that, that sounds awesome, and it's one of those things that even if it's just logos that have been created, I, I think every year you can you can even take that a step further, right? Yeah. Talk, talking to the businesses that you have have already worked with to say, hey, we want to play a scavenger hunt. And drive, help drive traffic in there. Yeah, know, oh no, definitely. Like I mean, that. that's kind of why we wanted to be a little bit more open instead of just having it at one location. Right. 
explore downtown. If you haven't gotten a chance to be downtown, take a look at what's downtown and, and keep a closer eye on, on the design that's done there. Because there's right. a lot of design that happens and we want to have, I think we're bringing in some people that have done those designs. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they can talk a little bit about, you know, what went into creating those designs or choosing right. that font. That whole process. It's got to help. Right. It's got to help collaboration and interaction right. in the yeah. process of doing that. That whole process. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, collaborating with the client themselves and, yeah. you know, stuff right. like that. Like how, how to get, how to brand pretty much is, is what it well, is. Well, it's not even just how to brand. I was actually talking with the designer who... who has done some of the stuff down here and and the historical district has very specific regulations that you have to follow so like the size of your awning the color of the awning so when you're designing the logo that needs to fit on that That it comes comes into into play play. because you need to decide how to design around it like if an organization's color is say green but you're not allowed to paint that awning green oh okay how are you going to match that that. in such a way that's going to help advertise their business on the outside but still fit within the regulations see i I knew that there was a historical aspect to the downtown here i i I just didn't put one two and two together to to know that the design is limited by that by those regulations okay but almost like you have to go to a monochrome logo or some some way to get around the color issue yeah Yeah. i mean maybe a matter of you're starting a new business so it's not that big of a deal but it's something the designer needs to know when taking that into mind like i mean i personally didn't know anything about this and it just came up in a conversation and I'm just like, wow, I would have never thought that. So that it's same just year. another aspect of yeah, it that you don't think about. Same here, yeah. But once you do think about it, it's so real and uh, and so basic. It, that it makes it, sense, yeah. though. Yeah. And now to it me, does. it's like, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I, and why didn't I think about I'm, that before? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is so basic. Why didn't I think about this before? Really? Right. Okay, so um, how, I guess, uh, do you want to talk any – Anything real quick about the membership aspect, you know? Is well, I'm gonna, just, if you don't mind, I'll just jump back to so yeah, go ahead. for sure. event stuff. Sure. Not just in October, but we we're looking next year for the spring semester, as okay. it were, semester is not for the season, to kind of do different stuff. Now we have our key events like our big awards thing that happens in March, mm-hmm. but it starts in December when people start applying for it. But we want to do different things instead of just what we've always done. So we have literally a meeting coming up where we're going to discuss, here's the different events we've talked about doing. Which of these two new events are we going to do? Let's just do something totally different that we haven't done before, we haven't done in years, to kind of keep it fresh instead of always just, for the longest time, we thought that we had to do something every single month, and we stopped doing that. Right. So if, if anyone wants to get more information, you can go on your site, which is aaffrederick.org, right? Yes. Cool. I didn't mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, I did have one question, um, Chris. Is uh, where, After all the things we've talked about, where do you see AAF Greater Frederick going in the future? You've kind of hinted at some things where you want to go, but you know what? What is what haven't we talked about that you're wanting to see AAF Greater Frederick go to? And it could be a big dream. I mean, you, I think yeah, ideally yeah. in the ideal world, I'd love to see us grow. I'd love us to see us really giving back to the community. Like one of the big pushes a few years ago was to start increasing the amount we give towards our scholarship because we give a scholarship for the community foundation every year and we decided we want to give another thousand dollars. I'd love to see us grow in such a way that we're helping students even more. Mm-hmm. Um, we have yearly awards where the students can go on to the next level. In the ideal world, we'd be able to say, hey, you're going out. The big national thing is going to be in California. Right. I'd love to be able to not just send our board out there, but to be able to say, you know, hey, if you guys can't afford it, we can offer a little bit of some financial assistance in there. 
And that's, I mean, that's a key thing about a healthy organization. And right. I think in some ways our organization has kind of fallen away, a little bit away from giving back. And I'd like to see us give back more. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. I, I really wish you, and hope you guys do make it to that point where you can give back a lot more. And I think that's also just the, the thing of getting students in. So we actually made a decision a month or so ago to allow student members in for free, at least in our local level. Mm-hmm. They can come to events for free. They can sign up and get on our mailing list for free and just become more aware about us. Right. And that way we're kind of can reach out to them. I'd love to see student members on our board. Yeah, that, helping that, out and that, just kind that's of a new assisting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and as a college student, free is good. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. also the being able to contribute in a meaningful way is good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, being on our board, I think some people have found we had one or two students in the past, or someone who was a student then joined the next year before they actually had a job. I think they've found kind of connections that way. And absolutely, it's all about connecting other folks. Definitely, awesome. So before we end this segment, I'd like to ask you one more question. This is not necessarily AAF related, um, but have you had any recent purchases of less than $100 that most improved your life? You know, and I, I did see that in a list of questions you guys sent over, and I thought hard about this. I think just from a standpoint of a yearly expenditure for me is going to the corn maze. Like, I mean, it's it's close to $100 once all said and done because we buy a big fire pit and have people come that out. And, okay, okay. and we go to the pumpkin and get pumpkins. But, like, the last two years, we've t- it's been the whole family, my whole family. I mean, myself, my wife, and our little dog. Mm-hmm. But we go out, we pick our pumpkin, we take it back, we sit by in the fire and have s'mores and hot dogs, and then we wander for the corn maze. And it's just, it's always a big delight every year. We look forward to it every year. And absolutely, especially in times of stress, it just, it's very, a big stress relief. Awesome. That's big. That's huge. That is huge. Yeah. 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 You guys love the Halloween, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to do something Halloween every night, whether it's just watching uh, Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well, Chris, I appreciate you coming out. Thank you yeah. for talking about uh, AAF Frederick and yourself. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy the conversation. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks and, for having me. A- any additional plugs before we go? No, I mean, just come on out. Uh, don't be afraid if you're not a designer, not a photographer, to come on out and check us out. I'm we, not a designer, and I came out, and I had I enjoyed myself. So, yeah, I agree with Chris. You should definitely I mean, come out. We, ha- we have some paid events throughout the year for non-members, but they're not usually expensive. Uh, and then we have some free events, like our upcoming one uh, in Halloween, which will probably be gone by then, but we also have a big event in the any, any drone spring and the, uh, and the end of the year. Any drone events? I saw that you're an FFA uh, licensed drone p- pilot. No, we haven't had too many drone events. Uh, Frederick, unfortunately, is uh, right within five hours of a of a major airport. So actually, I just got some uh, some approvals that I've been flying around Frederick for. So oh, okay. Nice. See, I don't know any of those regulations. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's for a different different podcast. But yeah, that, right. that, that could be like five or six podcasts right there. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks, Chris. Appreciate you Thank coming you. out.